You are now tuned in to Truth Talk Radio. Hey, yo, what's shaking, cornbread of bacon? This is your boy, Royal Crowning Foil. Welcome to Truth Talk Radio, where we're all truth all the time. We don't throw shade, we throw shine. Listen, here's another a fantasy segment for y'all, fantasy football heads. Um, y'all know we've been doing uh, rankings. We've been ke- If y'all been keeping up, um, just a little news about what's going on in the NFL to help you draft. So, shout out to True Blue Fantasy League. Um, we had our draft Saturday. I know we got some other leagues, uh, but... Before I get into it, man, y'all make some noise and welcome the co-host, expert analysis, B. Clay. Come on, come on, come on. Good. Put your hands together, B. Clay. B. Clay in the house. What's up, man? I hear y'all cheering out there. <laughs> nah, they ain't cheering. That's just some hot breath going on. Look, um, <laughs> so y'all know, we'll, we'll just get to it. We kind of had our draft a little early. Uh, some years, that's how it goes. I know a lot of people who have it real early, even earlier than we had ours. Um, and then a lot of people try to wait. Because they want preseason to go through all the preseason hiccups and injuries and all that and all these holdouts to finish. But so the reality is we had a draft knowing that A.B. Antonio Brown was threatening to retire before the weekend with his helmet issue, uh, his frostbitten feet. He had Zeke and Gordon holding out on their contract still currently and Todd Gurley and his questionable knee, his arthritic symptom knee and talking about scaling back his workload. So going into Saturday, knowing all these things, and here's what what really happened, Clegg. What spot did you draft out of? You remember? Yeah, I remember. Uh, I drafted at the ten spot, right after you. Right after me. And so the way we do our league, uh, I try. There's different ways you can draw for your position, but we this time we did it different. We did a we, we gave a song to the commissioner. Shout out to Juan John Mirelles. We gave a song, and he he randomized the song playlist. And whenever your song came on, you got to pick where you wanted to draft. And uh, Clegg was next to last. He wanted to go at the 10th spot. He put me at nine, and uh, they kind of put us right there and uh, kind of battling for some players that we wanted. Um, so what was what was the surprise for you in this past draft? Um, a couple of things stood out to me. Uh, I'm really surprised Antonio Brown went to the fourth round. Mm, mm. Uh, I, kn- I knew he would drop, and I, I even passed up on him in the fourth round because I didn't take him at Holmes. Mm. Boo, I know y'all just booing me. It's fine, <laughs> I didn't like getting Antonio Brown a question marks around him. At the time we were drafting, I wasn't sure if he really was going to be retiring or what the case was. I don't like to deal with them kind of mess-ups, so I stood away from him. Yeah, I understand. And I'm the same way. And um, actually, the guy who drafted Antonio Brown, John Alex, what's up? Uh, he was sitting next to me, and he, he told me after this, I was surprised the Raider fan kept passing him up, passing him up. And I can tell he didn't really want him. So he goes, I, well, I went ahead and took him. Um, but yeah, fourth round, I'm the same way. I just don't want to deal with no headaches come week one, especially in this league when, well, week, what, 14 starts the playoffs or 13 um, starts the playoffs. And so that's a short, you got 12 weeks. You better get them wins in so you can make these playoffs. Um, so I didn't really want to deal with that. Uh, even though I could use him on my team, I didn't really want to deal with that headache. That was one surprise. Um, what about Zeke? Did you? He went round one to Mike Gonzalez. We all we all kind of pick six or seven, I think. I think it was six, and we all kind of seen that. We already know Mike was gonna get him sometime, but he went round one where he's he dropped a, a few spots down. He's usually one or two in that league, um, but he rightfully dropped. But he still went first round. Um, 
has a lot of belief in him. He's a fan. Um, so what do you think about that move? If you listen back to the running back podcast uh, and some other podcasts, I think I, I said that Ezekiel Elliott would probably still get picked first round right. based on his name alone. Uh, I really think he'll come back before week one. But with all the Cowboy fans in our league, for sure, man, somebody, you know, somebody's getting him first round. Yeah, yeah. I knew that was going to happen. That one wasn't a surprise to me. Um, I knew Zeke would go. And we had Melvin Gordon going in the third round. Is that right? That is correct. Melvin Gordon went to Porky. Porky, yeah. Porky, I think he was like seven or eight, something like that. So he swung back around in the third, got Gordon. Like I said, in the other podcast, me personally, I just didn't want to deal with the headache. Um, and the way you don't really know with Zeke, um, I think Zeke has more leverage than Gordon because he's just a better uh, running back or he knows that system and uh, all that good stuff. And uh, he's been the the what rushing title holder for these past few years you know three of these past four years and even the the game the season he missed six games he still got a thousand rushing yards so he's heavily used um and he's more durable. Well, speak, speak, speaking of leverage though uh yeah especially for Ezekiel Eddy, like you said who's behind him Tony Pollard <laughs> trash Tony Pollard so yeah and if somebody did draft Pollard in the late round I thought about. I ain't gonna say he's trash. He did look bad though. Yeah. But as far as as far as Melvin Gordon goes, you got Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler over there that can take his spot, hands down. I believe so. Yeah, Elliot. I think he he's got more, more more to look at coming back for. Yeah, yeah, he has more leverage. The only thing is, will, will he get the contract? I, I just feel some people are trying to think he's gonna come back by week one. I he will, but not on his own terms. I, I'm still real strong that he's not going to come back without a new contract. I, that's just my belief. He wouldn't be missing. He wouldn't be threatening. He knows uh, what he's sending through his agent. And um, and and speaking of the Cowboys and contracts, nobody signed a contract. Dak, Cooper. So it's a messy situation. Um, and I know Jerry Jones wants to lock up the quarterback. And he wants to lock up Cooper because this is Cooper's last year. And um, something has to get done with Cooper. So well, otherwise, Zeke has two more years, at least that another year, and then they can tag him again for a year or two. So uh, I just don't see Zeke coming back at all uh, until they give him that contract. Now, when that is, we don't know. Week one, week four, week eight, uh, does Jerry break down? And the way they're talking, no, they already signed Alfred Morris. Um, Pollard did, didn't look good at all, and uh, which believes me that they, they're comfortable running with Morris until they can handle the Zeke situation. So... I mean, yeah, I don't know. It looks real bad. And then Gordon, um, I don't know, man. He, he's talking about coming back around week eight. Regardless, he's still looking for a trade. They, they're they still actually both keeping in con- contact, the team and Gordon, but they're not budging from their offer. It's a little over $10 million a year. He he wants he don't want to be the top paid running back, but he wants to be around uh, Le'Veon Bell girly money, which would be around top paid, um, just right under that. Uh, but they're not budging off the $10 million a year. So who breaks first? I, I think Gordon may break first, but like I said, he might miss a few games. He doesn't have to report until October, so we'll see, man. Um, so what about sleepers? Uh, who do you think was the who got the sleeper in the draft in this past draft? What went on? Man, there's a lot of picks to look at, man. I don't got the board in front of me. I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head some sleepers. Uh... Yeah, just one that stuck out to you. Man, I, I I shouldn't say this, but I really am surprised somebody didn't get Mahomes in the first couple of rounds. I really thought somebody was going to. Yeah, I, I I did also. I thought he'd go in this draft 
with this league, probably no later than the third round top. I'm not saying that he should have got partial field Browns, but I just I just thought somebody was going to go and get him. Yeah, yeah, I need to drip man. And to correct uh, to correct you, I think you got Mahomes the top of the fifth round. You had that tenth pick to swing around, and I think you got Mahomes in the fifth, which uh, top of the fourth. Oh, oh yeah, fourth. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, I think that's still good, but. Uh, in a ten-team league, I mean, it's, it's like that's about where he's going anyway on mock drafts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen people get him in the second. Yeah, I've seen people go one yeah. overall. I mean, so it is what it is. But I, I think, uh, yeah, he went in this draft. He went pretty low. I thought he was going to go higher. Um, what about Bus? Was there somebody who got drafted way too high and they shouldn't have got drafted that spot or not at all? Uh, man. I- Aaron Jones, round four. Aaron Jones. And I want to say that because uh, the dude that drafted him already had three running backs. Four running backs in a row. Yeah. I, I didn't like that. But uh, as far as his draft value, I, I just, man, I'm not sure about Aaron Jones. I think he could have fell a little lower. Yeah. Well, Aaron Jones, my thing is, I don't have a problem with Aaron Jones in the fourth if you need a running back. Like you said, he already had three. He had Josh Jacobs, uh, Connor, Dalvin Cook. Um, I believe he probably should have grabbed a receiver at that by that round. Uh, but here, yeah, I think Cooper and Edelman was available still. Yeah, yeah, and, th- and th- that's where they, they should go. I, I mean, Aaron Jones should go around the fourth, and it was closer to the bottom of the fourth. Um, but I guess for that team, yeah, it wasn't a good move for him. And then because he winded up with Kiki QT at fifth round for his number one receiver. Um, yeah, so I, I actually I think that was – kind of a hold on man hold on I think I heard somebody laughing in my house in the background <laughs> no that was just me inside y'all heard me laughing out loud <laughs> so I mean I, I think yeah he could have made a better but like I said his team his strategy we'll see how it pans out we'll see what it goes but the probability is I think uh, if I was drafted at that spot I, I would probably would have at least snatched a, a receiver before Jones everybody so. knows in our league you need a good running back and one good receiver at least yeah, and it, it's a 10-team league, and you're letting all these receivers get soaked up. But we'll see how it goes. He's, he, he ended up with Alshon Jeffrey uh, round six. I think it's about where he needed to go. Um, that was good for him. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, he has strong running backs, weak receivers. Uh, we'll see how it goes for him. Uh, one, my bus, I mean, my sleeper in my for my team, um, I think I got Matt Ryan. I got to double check, but I know it was a double-digit round in the 11th round. And... Um, so I think that was a good – he's projected top five quarterback this year. I think he finished number two or number three last year. Um, so I think that's good value right there. Uh, another one I like for myself personally, I like uh, Dante Moncrief in like the – what was that, 14th, 15th round, something way down there. And um, Yeah, he's going to get some looks for sure too. And he's still listed as the number two receiver, and though I like James Washington in the second year, but he's still listed as their number two. And in that passing offense, I think he put up some decent numbers at that spot. So, um, yeah, that's all I really said. So, for those who don't have their drafts yet, um, a lot has changed. Now, AB said he's going to work with the helmet. He's back at training camp, which is a huge plus. His feet still aren't healed. He said he's still walking around gingerly. He can't make the cuts. Um, they're blistering. They're healing. Ain't, there's no timetable on frostbite. That's crazy. I can't believe I'm saying that for an NFL player. Um, but, so, that's another thing to look at. But dropping, I think, fourth, now that he's at training camp, he will play sometime this season. Um, fourth is way good value. Uh, shout out to John Alex on that pickup. Oh, yeah. John Alex got a good deal on that. Now that we know Antonio Brown's going to play, I, I think John Alex sitting good. His first four picks were, were man, they was, 
top of the list. And, and John Alex can go ahead and thank me for that. He's sitting next to me. He's asking advice. He knows. He wasn't scared, scared to say. He, he was going to draft uh, Goodwin, Chris Goodwin, uh, or Godwin, um, right there. But he already had Mike Evans, and he asked me, should I get them from the same team? I said, I usually don't like that unless it's a high-powered offense. This guy's that. first four picks was Alvin Kamara, yeah. Joe Mixon, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown. Man, that's a hell of a start. That's, that was a good start. Yeah, he, John Alex has a pretty good team. Uh, and he picked up A.J. Green later on for, man. <laughs> yeah, in case. So if he makes that playoff spot, he has A.J. Green ready to go. Uh, he waited on a quarterback. He did pretty good. He has like five starting running backs on his team. It looks good for him. Um, another strong team. Um, I think another sleeper, some sleepers. I, I was looking at Juan John. Um, his team, I can't believe y'all let him get Tyler Boyd, Stephon Diggs, and Robert Woods back to back to back. Uh, and that's so, with first two picks of getting Saquon and Nick Chubb. And he had, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. And Keenan Allen, number three pick. Yeah, and I didn't even mention him, but I'm saying those those, those, those were sleepers. I don't think he should have ended up with all them, so maybe Mr. Kiki Kuti could have picked up Tyler Boyd or Robert Woods or somebody, whoever, uh, Julian Ellen, whoever was available. But, uh, yeah, so... We'll see how that goes, how that pans out. Uh, he's real receiver heavy. If one of his running backs go down, though, he, he might be hurting for a spot or two. So we'll see. I mean, it's, it's still about an even draft. I say about even teams. Um, looks pretty good. But like I said, it, it all comes down to game day and how these uh, systems work out for some of these players. So if you're drafting. Yeah, the season ain't started yet, so you never know what's going to happen. Week one could, could change the whole lineup. Not even preseason week three. That's the one yeah, you got to um, actually, uh, like I say, even like Derek Carr is going to play preseason tomorrow. Um, Gruden wants to see him out there, so they want to work on some things. But if he gets hurt, that could hurt a lot of people who invested in some Raiders players. So, Speaking uh, of Raiders, man, all I got to tell y'all is we need some better execution. <laughs> Shout out to John Gruden. Uh, if y'all watched Hard Knocks, man, it's, it's getting good. Uh, I, I just like it. I think it's about to get better. Um, you're going to start to see some starters in this preseason. Um you're going to see people take the field. You're going to see people get cut. You might take a liking to a couple of these people. Um, I think there's some good personnel in there. And um, so, yeah, man, I, I'm hyped about I think John Gruden has the right mindset. Um, I don't know how I feel about those backups. Um, they have been stars, uh, Glennon and Peterman. But you see why they're not starters anymore. Uh, they can't handle uh, Gruden's offense. They, they're making a lot of poor choices. Um, so, I mean, it's a good thing to watch. See what's going on. See, get to know some of these players. See who you might want to use. Um, look for draft day sleepers or something like that. But uh, I can't for those of y'all that. who haven't watched Hard Knock shit, go to YouTube. Go whatever you got to do to go find a couple clips from it. I'm telling you, once you hear John Gruden talk, you're gonna wish he could hear him talk all day long. That dude is that <laughs> like you? He's your zone den. I got chills listening to him last night. Man, I'm not gonna lie. That a lot of them young players, and I've been reading stuff. They they bought in. Even some some veterans. LaMarcus Joyner is sold. He's bought into the Raider way. He's bought into John Gruden's system, the defense. Um, and LaMarcus Joyner, he's a he's a he's a Pro Bowl safety. So, and he's been in the in a good system. He's been with a Super Bowl uh, team, not winning team, but a Super Bowl team in the Rams. And so he's bought in, and they're they're getting along. Uh, like I said, man, uh, I think John Gruden setting the tone. He's building that culture where where he wants it to be. And um, they just need people on board. And Derek Carr said, preseason is when we're going to find out if, if you want to be a Raider or not and what it takes to be one. So we'll see. He's more of like a, like a uh, perfectionist, man. That dude wants to win. He hates turning the ball over. He wants to win. He hates doing stupid things. 
Yeah. They even tell you, hey, if everybody does their job, does the right thing they're supposed to do, we'll win every game. That's, that's it. That's it. They got the talent to do it. So let's just see, man, if AB can come in and get some work. I know he brought, he's eager to get AB in there and get them going. Uh, Derek Carr's not too worried about it. He said they've been practicing way before training camp, him and AB, and getting on the same page. Uh, they just got to get back out there. So, uh, man, Hard Knocks is a good show to watch. So, man, uh, what about this news, man? We already talked about the Cowboys news, these drafts, Hard Knocks. Is there anything sticking out to you that we got to touch on within these last five to six minutes of the show? Mm, I just found out today, uh, Drake, Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, looks like he might not be ready for week one. They're hoping. They said no structural damage uh, to Kenyon Drake. But, man, if you got Balazs, he's somebody to target in your upcoming drafts, and you can get him in a late round, and he will be starting. Um, and he'll get a majority of the load if they're losing. He catches the passes. Um, they really like this guy a lot. Uh, the coaches do. If you have already drafted in your leagues and he's available, you might want to go get him. Any starting running back in the NFL is good to have on a, on a fantasy roster. Right. And especially if it's PPR and he's catching passes, which he will be. And he will be doing so. And that looks good for him. Um, a lot of other things. Uh, what about, let's see, uh, any injury that we should be looking out this week? This week? I, I know. No? no? Nothing big, huh? Just something. What about that's some big? Well, not to you, but what about Andrew Luck? Yeah, they say he's got a couple issues going on, right? Yeah, so they, they I don't know what's going on with the coach. First, they're saying it's a calf. Uh, his calf is uh, sore. His calf is hurting, um, but he hasn't been active um, since like before April. He's been he hasn't been doing anything with his legs. Um, now they're saying then they're saying it was a bone issue. And then now, which was last night, and then today they say it's a high ankle sprain. So which one is it? It's very scary. If you're an Andrew Luck owner or if you're thinking of drafting Andrew Luck, you might want to pump the brakes a little bit. If you're a Colts owner, any T.Y. Hilton and all that, you might want to pump the brakes and don't reach too high or get them at where they're usually going because y'all already seen if Luck is not on the field, it's a completely different team. And I know they got Jacoby Brissett, Reed. Reed, Reed, he's not looking good over there at all. He's been getting all the first team reps, and he's not looking good at all. So that's something to watch. And if you're targeting Andrew Luck, I would I would wait to, to the price is right, uh, unless you just really absolutely got to have him and you got to have a backup plan in the deep round. Uh, I'm just saying, e- even the pass catchers, when Luck's not on the field, it's looking bad. Even for Marlon Mack, the, people might say oh, it's going to be good for Marlon Mack if he's not on the field could be true more usage in the running game but that means they're just going to stack the box and Marlon Mack ain't really that type of running back he's talented but he's not that talented he's not no Zeke he's not no Saquon um, he, he's going to get once he gets touched and gets wrapped up he's going down and and that offense with no luck is going to be pretty horrific so that's that's some, some more big news to watch out for um, anything else man yeah, I know we talked about quarterbacks in previous shows, and uh, we talked about how you can wait on a quarterback. And from my, my mock drafts and what I've seen with our own True Blue Fantasy League, a uh, man, uh, top three or four quarterbacks win, like uh, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees. After them four or five fell off, uh, quarterbacks didn't get drafted until probably 11th round, 12th round. Yeah, I think I was the next one to get one about 11th or 12th. And it was Matt Ryan. He was still the top five guy. Um, still projected top five guy. And 
also you said Breeze. Uh, I don't I don't think he should have went that high. Um, he's a good quarterback, but in fantasy purposes, especially for this year, I just don't think he's gonna be a top ten guy for me. Uh, so I mean, like I say, what- y'all listen to this. Y'all listen to this. I think Tom Brady went undrafted. Mm, he did. He did. It's right. I think it's probably first time in a long time. <laughs> first time in a long. I think people are finally getting what's going on in New England. Uh, he finished, I think, number 21, 22, somewhere around there last year overall in fantasy, uh, for fantasy purposes. So he's no longer on the radar. These new guys, Lamar Jackson got drafted um, actually higher than I thought. Uh, Kyler Murray got drafted higher than I thought. Uh, not saying that they won't produce. It was just higher than what they've been projected to go. So you got these new guys coming up. Goff, I think Goff was a good pick. Uh, Juan John, and a little later on in the draft, he went after Matt Ryan. So... I mean, there's some good quarterbacks out there. The strategy is to wait. If you have to have two, get you two. Um, but they're so deep. 32 starting quarterbacks, uh, top 10, top 15 guys that can, that can have some top 10 weeks. So, I mean, yeah, I would say wait. So, so, so preseason number uh, week number two. Tell me one or two things that you're looking to uh, find out. Well, I'm a Raiders fan, and I just want to see how this offense looks with Derek Carr's in there. Um, they still scored a couple times. Um, with the backups against the backup Rams. But I want to see, even though the Cardinals are not A1, not supposed to be A1 on defense, I just want to see how it's clicking. I want to see Josh Jacobs, if I'm interested, if if he's going to touch the field or not. He's still, somebody else brought it to my attention that I talked to. They're not even showing Josh Jacobs on hard knocks at all. Just maybe him smiling in the seats. Uh, they, they don't want to show them pride, that pride to listen off. That, that's what I'm saying. Uh, from what I'm hearing, he's a beast. Um, he has a frame, he has a smarts, he has a fresh legs. Um, but I, I'm, I'm eager to see him. I want to see, I want to see his his running games, his running style in this NFL. I want to see him with the chops, with them receiving chops. They said this guy really got some hands, um, quick, um, good agility. I mean, I want to see that. I want to see how him and Tyrell are working out. I, I'm looking on the Raiders Instagram. I follow them. He's hitting Tyrell in stride. He's looking good. He's hitting Hunter Renfro. J.J. Nelson's making some huge, huge plays. But I want to see it in game action. I want to see um, against another team who actually wants to hit them. So um, I want to see how it looks. I want to see how that old line looks and um, just go from there. That's one thing I really want to see as, just as a Raiders fan in general. I don't even think I have a well, – well, One thing I want to see, man, and for those of y'all drafting, you know, closer to week one of the NFL uh, – what I'm looking for is from Buffalo Bills. Uh, they ran Frank Gore last week, and they said they're going to run LaShawn McCoy this week. Yeah. If he does good, that's good. That's, that's going to bring trade teams. that But people don't want him going to come after him. I believe they end up trading the guy. I believe uh, Frank Gore will be on a Buffalo with, along with Devin Singletary. Uh, he, he might be able to come up and do good if they actually do trade LaShawn McCoy. But I, I want to see how that plan pans out over there. Yeah, that, that's gonna be something interesting. I mean, Lashawn McCoy is still available on our waiver wire at True, True Blue Fantasy League. Um, a lot of people are scared of him. Nobody even drafted him. They were drafting handcuffs uh, and all kinds of rookies before they even they didn't even look. E- e- even when they were calling him out, they're like, Lashawn McCoy still out there? Nobody was getting him. Uh, but one thing, the rumors they've been wanting to trade him since the off season. Uh, let's see if they have any suitors. Um, I believe he's still. LaShawn McCoy is still going to be competitive and look good. If he can get in a good system, good for him, good for the system that he gets in, good for the Bills to uh, maybe bring up Singletary. Um, I know Gore's still there. They say he's still looking strong as ever, even though he's like 86. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, that, 
Let, let me ask you this, Chris. Yeah. Who do you think number one running back is on Buffalo Bills right now? Ah. Well, it's McCoy on paper. I think they're going to bring up Singletary along sometime within the season. Um, they're going to bring him up. He's going to. I got. Another, I got another name for you. Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, he might be the number one. He's not a running back, but that dude might be the number one back yeah. on that team. He, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be probably the number one rusher, man. Um, y'all know he loves to run, especially with broken plays. Um, he ran a lot last year. Uh, I see him do it again. I mean, this dude can run. If you, if you can, might as well go get it. Uh, he's actually actually if you're in a two quarterback league, you know you got to carry at least three quarterbacks. He's one you can target super late, and he'll give you some points depending on the matchup, especially if he's running. So, uh, yeah, something I need to look out. So I'm making my bold statement right here. My bold statement, y'all hear me? Melvin Gordon will get traded before week one. Ooh, man, that's a bold statement. Let's see. After they said they wouldn't, but they, I heard they might they might be looking for suitors if he don't want to sign. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe maybe Lacroix goes to the Chargers and. Pay that guy all that money, or, or pay them other two guys a way less and get the same kind of production. Yeah, I mean they're they're comfortable. They went five and zero with, without without Gordon when he was gone. The and you heard Philip Rivers what he said. Yeah. Tell yeah, them, we we don't need him. We got other running backs. Tell him. See, look. So, I mean, that that's why the the running back position is not getting paid what, what people think they should be getting paid because there's so many up and coming youngsters. They're ready. They're hungry. They're healthy. And teams can win without, as long as they can move the chains a little bit and get positive yardage out of the running game. Uh, it's, been, it's become a throwing league now. Y'all see that. That's why quarterbacks are so deep. Um, people, are, they want to see the long ball. They want to see the touchdown passes. And uh, that's what it is now. So running backs are almost expendable, man. So, I mean, we'll see. Why, why pay our top dollar for a running back when you can bring a fresh? Hey, with that being said, I, I really think uh, it is a passing league. But with that being said, with the new rule change, with the passion defense, you can review the passion defense. I believe there'll be a lot more goal line touchdowns running backs because of it. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially that they can review it now. Ain't gonna be getting away with it. Correct. So, and, but I think that hurts. That hurts the receivers, the quarterbacks, fantasy wise. Because um, if you ask any NFL quarterback, they'll tell you they they love to take a deep shot because on forty five percent of it, almost half half the time, they might get a passing interference call, move the chains for first down. So, and if that's what's that's happening, gonna be a big, big playmaker this year. And if they're going to shoot an 80 yard shot just to bring it to the goal line and then stuff it with a run, that's good for the running back touchdown. Um, so that's something else y'all got to look, man. Rule changes, they do, they do affect the game a lot. So it's something else. Another reason you got to watch preseason, see how it's going. They didn't really call too much of it this first preseason game uh, week. So uh, we'll see what happens, though, coming out, especially. Yeah, I, I believe most coaches are going to hold on to their challenge flags until toward the end of games now because of that situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a crunch time. They're gonna you won't see a lot of early challenges no more. Oh, yeah. Nah, you, you're going you're gonna to see. You're going to wait until it's crunch time for them to throw that red flag out. So it's going to change the game a little bit. We'll see how, how it works. A lot of people, I think a lot of people are going to like it. A lot of people are going to hate it. Uh, it's going to be a mixed review. It's going to lose some fantasy for some people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So uh, it might even bring up the slot receivers more, more value for the slot, receivers, yeah. the short stuff, and the running backs who catch the ball. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so look, we're already running out of time, y'all. This is True Talk Radio. That's B. Clegg. Uh, catch us next week. We're trying to pump them out weekly. More NFL news. Uh, 
more draft, more fantasy. Um, it's coming around the corner, guys. Can't wait. Uh, shout out to all my flexes live in Texas League. Uh, we're drafting on the 31st. Um, we got some spice of some things with that. So, uh, man, we'll see y'all on that. Any, any shout outs or anything you want to say, Clay, before we get off the air? Man, I say it week after week, podcast after podcast. I keep hearing guys want to get on this podcast. I'm mm. um, thinking two guys want to get on it. Uh, Jacob, come on on, man. I know you, you're working all the time and got stuff going on with your kids, but, man, make about 30 minutes time for us. Come on. And uh, Juan, you too. I know you want to jump on with us. Mike? Mike Mike, Mike said he, he don't, he don't want to jump on because he don't want to mispronounce the names. I said he don't need to worry about that, man. We got his back. So, Mike, Juan, John, even the new cats, uh, you want to get in. Jesse. Uh, Edgar in this league, whoever man, anybody want to jump on? John Alex, I know you got a lot to say. You just don't want to say it, man. You don't want you want to keep them secrets to yourself. Uh, look, we ain't here to badmouth nobody. We're here to just to share the knowledge. That's it, man. And have some fun. Talk about this truth. So look, man, we'll see y'all next time. Next same time, same place. True Talk Radio. Beat Clegg Royal, and we out. We out.